Batman? I'm feeling Batman right now, Ryan. Who? Batman. What's Batman? It's like some indie comic? We're running out of time, Batman. Okay. Ryan, let's talk about Batman Killing Time. Boom. So, this book is by Tom King. This is a great starting out point for just a, you know, we're three issues in. Sure. And I'm already getting vibes of, I'm going to own this and recommend it and just say, oh, you like Batman? Awesome. You don't have to, you don't have to know anything. Read this book. And I think that's going to be a surprise to a lot of people who have given up on Tom King post his initial Batman run that happened a long time ago. And if you didn't like it, it's been enough time that you should basically forget about it. Yeah, Tom King is kind and of I didn't a, mind it, by the way. I also quite enjoyed Tom King's Batman run, but it turned off a lot of people. But but it didn't turn you on, Ryan. It turned me on in more ways than one. That's right. But it has been a few years since he has stopped writing the main Batman book. Also, the guy who picked up after him, James Tynan, has also come and gone on Batman. So it's it's been a while. It's been a while. Sure, yes. I think I think Tom King has, in my mind at least, redeemed himself from some of the you know the parts of that run that people didn't like as much. Did you Supergirl recently you were telling me that you read that? Supergirl was one of my favorite books of 2021. It was Which on is, my top 10 2021 books on my YouTube channel. Tom it's King a, don't mess around, book. man. And he I you know what? This right here is proving that his ability to write Batman is definitely way above standard in this industry and he's able to in a short 3 issues Make me confident that in six issues, this is going to be a very memorable story that is a great opportunity for any Batman fan to enjoy something without having to worry about canonical stuff, you know? Right. You're not jumping into a hundred issue run or something partway through. No, this is Batman in his early years, Mm -hmm. right? The villains themselves are still doing team ups. They're not even in their prime yet. You're seeing flashbacks within a timeline that's already dated quite a bit. Yeah, it's it's so early in their in their runs here that everybody is inexperienced. What was all right? Let's let's chat about this, Ryan, because the first thing that I told you is that when I started reading issue one, it's a very it's a focus on Killer Croc, right? He's about to go into do a heist, and this whole narrative is you know really focused on a heist that's taking place and different villains that are working together to accomplish it to different degrees. But we don't know if they're all working together or not. And Killer Croc comes on the scene in his OG wear. This right here is like straight up Bronze Age Killer Croc, like when he was first introduced. Look at this. Ah, um, I didn't see know that. His, yeah, because he's like hiding himself in a trench coat with that hat, the like, kind of fedora. Like ben Grimm. Look at that. Okay. I pulled this up. I'm like, oh, that right there is a total shout out to his introduction. I like that. And he appears in multiple comics before he gets that full appearance, which is why we have like minor appearances of Killer Croc in the comics. Okay. Do you count this? I'm learning. That's him under the hat in that trench coat, but you don't see him in full until later. And those that's why there's like multiple key books people are after and they get, you know, they get all frustrated when people call him real first or full appearances, et cetera. Cameos and whatnot. Okay. All right, well, we have Tom King, but we also have an incredible artist on this run. This is David Marquez doing the interior artwork in here. We did a lot of stuff for the Ultimate line at Marvel. Very, very clean, modern-looking art, which which I love. Very clean and attractive. Yep. Not just the heroes, but, like, Jim Gordon is looking like a model. You know? like All the women are beautiful, for sure, but even the villains, they look good. Maybe not Cobblepot as much, because, you know, it's Penguin. <laughs> but still, Joker in this, he's he looks like he's just came off a runway. You know? Sure. He has someone doing his makeup for him. 
It's before he started cutting <laughs> off his own face and, yeah. and wearing his yeah, own this face. this is back in the day, man. This is before Joker yeah. goes all in. Early Joker. Yeah, he got sick of uh, looking like the pretty boy, you know? But we do have um, a lot of great artwork in this. Um, the, the lighting is, is really what's important with Batman, especially the, the, dark, the night scenes. And that's something that is accomplished really well with this artist. Um, makes it flow. And look at this. This is what I'm talking about. Look at Riddler. Such clean line work. Facial expressions are on point. That's another thing that I complain a lot about in, um, honestly, some DC storytellings, to be honest, is uh, the expressions don't really match up sometimes. Takes me out of it. I wasn't getting that vibe Damn DC. Specifically, though, man, there's a handful of DC books, and I'm like, who's doing this? No wonder nobody likes you. <laughs> Except for Ryan. Ryan loves DC. Um, but what is the story about? Like, like, let's give him a little bit That's of a That's one tease. of the coolest parts about Batman, though. Is you can, you can kind of take the whole Batman mythos, the character, the villains, the whole city, and you can make that work in a horror sense, like James Tynan just did with the Scarecrow stuff, like Fear State. Right. right. You can get a pretty spooky story there. Or... You can go like outright detective story, like in the recent movie we had, and get like a full mystery kind of. That's usually what Batman stories are. If there was one thing that happened with the Robertson Batman movie, is that there was like a crazy adrenaline shot into that genre, subgenre of Batman, the detective noir. Right. You know, there's a reason why Long Halloween is like at every LCS right now. That's fair. You know? This comic is cool because it takes the Batman universe and tells a cool heist story in that world, which I, I don't think I've ever encountered before in a Batman comic, at least not like so extensively. And it's called Killing Time, I imagine, because it's kind of jumbled up a little bit. You're reading this comic and you you will get hit with a fight scene before the fight scene before the fight scene starts, before it begins, before the characters even meet up. You'll just be in the middle of a fight scene, there'll be a little bit of a break, and then they'll bring you back to, well, this is how they got there. A lot of foreshadowing in this. But also, you get random jumps back in time to key moments that have happened in Batman's history, but not just his, the villain's rogues gallery. This is when Catwoman was more of a, of a, of a villain. Oh, yeah. Right? So this is her on the roof chilling with the Joker. And I love these types of scenes. You see a different kind of Joker, you know? pre-ripping his face off, you know, type of Joker. And he's just having a good conversation. He's kind of flirting with Catwoman to a degree, but you can tell that it's more of a colleague level of respect that they're working with here. Look, at they're back to back. This is wonderful. Yeah, and I, I still go back to the thing you were saying about the time. Like at the very top of this page, they establish exactly what day this is, what time this is. December 29th at 3.14 a.m. And almost every new scene in this comic starts like that. Like, this is three hours earlier. They were doing this over here. Two hours later, Croc is doing this at the bank. And it lets you... It really makes me want to take all of those events and plot them out on a, on a line. And, like, yeah, it makes me really want to pay more attention and give this, like, a, a very detailed reread. So you have a random shot in this. I, I pulled this panel here because it was too damn good. Um, you have, like, a truth serum. A cru uh, um, truth serum and... Joker is immune to it, so he decides to shoot up Batman in the neck with it. And then they stop talking about it, move on. So there's these little seeds that are being planted here that are 
as interesting of, as what's going on. And that's pretty freaking interesting. It's pretty exciting what's happening. This is like a packed comic. After reading issue one, like sometimes when we do reviews of comics, we read issue one and we can riff on it for like five minutes and be done. And I can show three pictures, you know? Right. Because there's really not a whole lot that happens. It's like a moving scene and a light threading of a narrative. Issue one of this, I could talk to you about for like a half hour. There's so much damn stuff that happens. It reminds me of like a Quentin Tarantino movie. Yes. How it will just do what it wants with the timeline. And uh, you just have to have trust in the creators and have faith that you're getting uh, a complete story and that it will reveal everything you need to know by the end of it. And I think I think we're in good hands here, especially we're halfway done. This is only a six issue story, which is like, I think, a record short miniseries for Tom King. He doesn't normally do six issue storylines. All right, comic fam, are you reading Batman Killing Time? I, as mentioned in this very show, multiple times, I'm going to be recommending this to people. I'm going to be getting this graphic novel, but I want to hear from the community, what other DC-specific recommendations do you provide to individuals when they want to get into superhero stuff, but you want to like not overwhelm them? We were going to read action comics today. Yeah. And I'm behind on my action comics. A little bit of honesty here. So I, I started reading action comics last night um, to catch up, right? I have the comics. I, I have them all in front of me. I'm reading through it, and I'm like, damn, there's a lot, man. There's a lot. Let's hold off until next week because I want to give it the appropriate amount of attention, right? And I love this book, so I'm, I'm ready to talk about it whenever. But I know what you mean. Like You open it, you're like, oh, man, I can't even imagine for a new reader. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's been a while since I've gone back to the start of this current story arc. But this book... I did not get that feeling for one second. Every page is a is is a is a moment that you just can't wait to find out what's next, but you're also spending a lot of time looking at it. You're investing time. You can really just kind of let go and you know, have your reality be Gotham City, you know? Yeah, it's a it's a fun one. I'm I'm pleasant. I don't want to say I'm surprised. I wasn't expecting this to be bad, but I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I do. 